You're listening to Season 4, Episode Number 4 of Strike the Match. In this episode, my guest is Dr. Scott Guffin, Assistant Professor of Christian Ministry and the Executive Director of the New Christian Ministry Program at Samford University in Birmingham, Alabama. In our episode today, we talk about this new program. So with that in mind, let's... Welcome to Strike the Match with teacher and missiologist Dr. J.D. Strike the Match is a podcast that addresses matters related to missions, innovation, and leadership. Now here's J.D. One of the things that I am most excited about right now in just my own life and and ministry uh, is related to this uh, new calling, being able to serve with the faculty at, uh, at Samford University. And so those of you who have been listening or if you've been following me at all on social media or on my blog, you know that um, I'm frequently talking about this new transition, this new opportunity, and exciting things that are happening uh, at Samford University in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, one of the things that I'm excited about today is the guest that uh, I have here with me uh, on Strike the Match, and uh, it is uh, Dr. Scott Guffin. Now, full disclosure, as you all know, I am a part of uh, uh, this program at, uh, at Samford. And, and I serve under this brother's leadership. So I just wanted to be very transparent out there with everybody, Scott. Uh, so I won't, I won't ask you too many difficult questions because I know you'll beat me up later on. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Dr. Scott Guffin, he has been a pastor for many years. We're going to talk to him and get a little bit more about uh, his background. But he, uh, he serves as the executive director of, of Christian ministry with the new Christian ministry program that just was announced uh, officially uh, last year and rolling it out this fall at San University. And so it is really a great delight uh, to be able to have Scott here with us today. So Scott, welcome to Strike the Match. Man, I'm glad to be here. Appreciate the opportunity. So uh, let, let's do this. Let's start by getting a little bit of background on yourself. Uh, you know, I just mentioned that you're a pastor or have been a pastor. So so tell us a little bit about, about your background and, and how the Lord led you to this new role in academia. Well, that's, uh, it's kind of an interesting roundabout story. Um, I'm a Sanford grad. I graduated from here 30 years ago and uh, was religion and philosophy double major and um, been in ministry really since I was 20 years old, started as a youth minister when I was uh, here at Sanford and uh, been in ministry now for 33 years and uh, never really thought I would be in academics. But uh, it's one of those things where God's kept my relationship with Sanford real tight over the years and had an opportunity to kind of be on, on a lot of conversations about doing something like this. Uh, specifically in the last uh, three years before I came on board um, last year. And uh, when they uh, decided to go ahead and, um, and uh, to, to flip the switch on this new program, develop it, they asked me to head it up. Um, one interesting kind of background on this is that my grandfather was actually the dean of religion from 1961 to 71. Wow. Here How about that? Yeah. So, so you you have you have a, a long heritage there, not just uh, from from an academic perspective, but also your family connection. Yeah. Um, now, before my granddad was here as the dean of religion, he also um, had been brought on in 1947. So, wow. um, one grandfather graduated in 1942 as a, an adult student, and he also was a, a pastor. And then my other grandfather came out of the pastorate. And then started working here in 1947 to start um, something called the back then the Howard Extension Program, which was uh, basically a program designed to get it was a non-degree program designed to get 
um, a basic education, a theological education out there of pastors in rural areas. Um, today, that's called the Ministry Training Institute here at Sanford. And in a, a crazy kind of ironic twist, the, the MTI, as we call it, is going to be brought in under the Christian Ministry Program. And, and there's, there are several thousand folks that are involved in that and have been through that over the years. Is that, is that correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think presently there are about um, around 900 enrollments per year, something like that. Really hoping to expand it. Uh, it's uh, It has been that kind of program that has been designed to reach people who didn't have access to education, but now we're even thinking about using it um, as a continuing education uh, platform for pastors and that sort of thing. Um, we, uh, As we've talked about the program to a lot of pastors around, what we've heard is, man, we should could take those courses. Mm-hmm. And so we're thinking, well, we've got the platform, so let's make it accessible to them. So that's something that's going to be developing in the future. So let's talk about your role uh, with Samford, Executive Director of Christian Ministry. What what what, what does that mean? Uh, well, I tell you how it started was um, uh, last May, May 31st, I had a breakfast with the provost, and he said, we're going to go ahead and pull the trigger on this new program. Once you come in and head it up. And I agreed to do that. And, and so the the, the role of, of executive director of Christian ministry was given to me to um, develop the program. So I took the last year, I developed curriculum, uh, together all the approval processes and that sort of thing. We're very closely with the uh, provost and with my dean, um, who's a fantastic guy. He's a minister, too. And uh, just uh, over the years, took the time to start looking at things like partnerships with other schools within the university um, uh, to do our faculty search, which ended up with Dr. J.D. Payne. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, and so I took that, that whole year to, to work with all these other people to, to get the thing uh, up and, and running. So um, that's been what that role is about. Um, and, and I'm going to maintain that role as we get the program launched and we continue to develop it. Now, I know one of the things uh, that people have asked me just within the past uh, couple of months since I have announced my uh, transition to, to the university is, uh, is, is the issue of are you teaching in, in, or are you in the religion department? Is the, is the Christian ministry program in, in the religion department? And, and, it, and it is not. So what's the best way to kind of explain that to those that are listening that may be familiar uh, with the structure on the university's campus? Um, we're actually in a different school than the uh, religion department. Now, we're going to be partnering with them in some things. Um, they have a new chair coming in, a guy named Dr. Roy Champa, um, very, very strong New Testament scholar. He is uh, he's a great guy. Looking forward to working with him. Um, but we also have other layers of ministry training on Sanford's campus. Uh, for people who aren't aware of Sanford or, or don't really know much about it, um, in the undergrad program, we have the religion department where a lot of people go for ministry training. Um, we have worship in the arts. We have worship music. We have uh, church music. We have a lot of layers of ministry training. And on the graduate level, we have Beeson Divinity School. Mm-hmm. Christian ministry program, undergraduate focus, uh, new major uh, in Christian ministry, uh, just just been approved a, a few months ago. Uh, what what what's, what what is the Christian ministry major. What what are some of the courses? What's the the desired outcome uh, for the student in in one who majors in Christian ministry? If I could sum up the desired outcome in just kind of one phrase, it would be that we want to make disciples who make disciples. 
And so we've designed our curriculum with that in mind. Um, we have kind of five layers of curriculum. We have biblical interpretation and communication. We have apologetics and applied theology. Um, the, the heart of it is this third one, the biblical mission of the church. Um, there, every student's going to be required to take disciple-making one, disciple-making two right off the bat. And not only will they have the classroom experience, they'll also be discipled by faculty. We're not going to assume anybody coming in um, had that experience of being discipled. So you're going to be discipled by faculty members and have that experience. Because those are things that, to a great degree, are, are um, caught and not taught. Uh, you know, I'm reminded uh, in Philippians 3 where Paul said, um, wherever you, you've heard or seen in me, uh, to, to do those things. Mm-hmm. And so we, we want to um, have students have the opportunity not, not just to hear the things from their professors, but to see those things, to kind of experience life and ministry with them. Um, but then we have the, uh, the fourth level is Christian leadership. I believe that's been lacking in a lot of, uh, especially a lot of undergraduate ministry studies. And then the, uh, the fifth layer is application, where we're going to have practical things. We're going to have internships, that sort of thing. And e- even with that, that fifth layer of the application uh, component, you know, this, this whole major is, is really driven toward, toward the, the practical, is it not? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I had to kind of categorize us, I would say we are a, a practical theology kind of approach to um, to Christian ministry. Yeah, that, that's one of the things that, that's really impressed me and excited me about, about this program. I, I mean, even even a couple of the courses that I'm scheduled to teach this, this fall, uh, an Old Testament course and a, and, a, and a theology course, both of those are are geared toward an Old Testament survey for practical ministry or practical theology right. course. I mean, that, that that just really takes everything from just the theoretical to actually moving to the, the to the so what now what right right and and there's there's room within uh, academics for kind of a uh, you know liberal arts approach to studying the bible and, and asking all those deep and hard questions and everything right um there's a place for that and that our religion department does that um but but we're going to ask the question okay what does this have to do with with ministry um, as we go through the Old Testament, it's not going to be just a purely um, kind of academic approach. It's going to be very much an inductive approach. What does it say, and then what do we do with that? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what does it have to do with Sunday through Saturday? Now, you talked about uh, disciple-making one, disciple-making two are, are, are core courses for, for this major. Can you, can you unpack a little bit of, of, of what is to be accomplished in those, those courses? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Um, disciple making one. When we come in, we're going to define for students, uh, you know, what disciple making means. What what's our mandate? Let's go back to the Great Commission. Uh, let's look at, at Jesus Christ, the model for that. Let's uh, let's talk about what what that whole concept means to begin with. Uh, very quickly, though, we're going to move into talking about the gospel. Uh, want students to be clear uh, if the uh, if the thing we're out there that we're supposed to be spreading is the gospel, they need to know what it is. Uh, and as we in, interact with students in the discipling relationship that's connected with that, uh, we'll be asking them about their own stories. We, we want to hear from them. What, uh, what what have you done in regard to Jesus Christ? What what's been your response to the gospel? And so we'll we'll have those kind of deep conversations. But that that first class, uh, really the bulk of it is designed to, to ask the question, what is a disciple? Mm, and yeah. so we'll start unpacking the rest of that semester, this coming first semester, um, 
What are the marks of a disciple? What are the key things that, that show that you're a disciple? What's the fruit of, of a disciple's life? And uh, then we'll turn around second semester of disciple making two, and we'll change the focus from what is a disciple to now how do you make disciples? Mm, that's good. And so we'll, we'll go through, um, we're using Robert Coleman's master plan of evangelism, um, Dan Spader's four chair um, discipleship. We're um, going to be focusing on how to help them understand how do you start a discipling relationship just personally? Uh, because our hope is we have a lot of students who are not even going to be in uh, kind of career ministry and missions, but engaged in other areas of life. And so we want them to know how do you um, right now start a discipling relationship and, and start making disciples. In fact, what we'd love to see happen is our own students um, going out and, and making disciples on campus. Mm, that's great. And, but then beyond that, we'll kind of finish up with now how do you do this in the church context? So if you are that career minister or missionary, and you have to put this into um, into a church context and a church format, ministry-wise, how do you do that? How do you build that? And we'll look at some good models and even bring in some people who are doing that in their churches. And, and there are some solid examples, even here in Alabama, but really around the U.S., of people who are accomplishing that. Um, from small church level to a big church level. You know, one of the things that, that I like on on our webpage is kind of the tagline, uh, preparing a new generation for ministry and mission. So again, kind of going back to that that practical slant. And and, and on our page, there's a there's a section called our key distinctives. Um, and I'd like yeah. for you to, to kind of comment on on these. Uh, so like biblically grounded, uh, theologically evangelical. Uh, missionally focused, Baptist connected, academic, academically rigorous. Could you could you kind of just give us a little understanding of what those key distinctives mean? Yeah, um, when uh, when when I was uh, offered this position last year, uh, I, that was May thirty first, but I had until the middle of August before I actually came on campus. So I had a lot of time to think about you know what what do you do with a program like this? Mm-hmm. I mean literally starting from zero. And um, I laughed because the second day I was here, um, I, I come into my new office, I didn't have a desk, I didn't have a chair, I didn't have a computer. And yet the second day I got an email from our president saying, I need a, a five-year pro forma budget and a, a multi-year development program for this. And I was kind of glad I'd done some groundwork coming into it. Um, and of course, I, I replied, well, I'd like a computer and a desk and a chair. Um, but the uh, those five key distinctives are things I started off with, I think, back in, back in June of last year. And, and and although they've been tweaked a little bit, they really never changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew we had to be biblically grounded. Uh, if we don't look at, at the Bible as the Word of God and we approach it reverently um, as our guide for all that we are and all that we do, um, then then what are we basing it on? Mm-hmm. We, we have no authority. Um, so we, we want the, the thing to be biblically, uh, biblically grounded. Um, in terms of our, our theology, Sanford University is theologically evangelical. We're um, a, a Baptist institution. Uh, we hold that, that strong evangelical theology that's scriptural, um, that's focused on Christ and that relationship that we have with him, um, one that calls us to go and to make disciples of all the nations. And so our, our, we're unapologetically evangelical. Um, Missionally focused, that that one, 
for, for me, and, and when, I, when I talked with the provost, my very first conversation with him over breakfast, I said, look, um, if what you guys are looking for is somebody to come in and, and train church workers, I've got no interest in that. Um, but if what you're looking for is somebody to come in and to, to try to um, inspire students to be passionate about the Great Commission, to have a lifelong engagement with, with missions, with disciple making, then that's what I want to do. And he said, well, that's exactly what we're looking mm. for. And to hear that from people who are at the top of the food chain, mm-hmm. and, and the president echoed that too, um, then, then it gave me this freedom to say, we're, we're going to be focused on the Great Commission. And so what we do is not just going to be about church work or about religion or whatever. It's, uh, it's going to be about accomplishing the mission that we've been given as believers. The, uh, the Baptist Connected part, and this is the part where um, I know some people might roll their eyes, uh, but we are historically a Baptist institution. Right. Sanford was started in 1841 uh, by Alabama Baptist, and we've been an Alabama Baptist institution all of our lives. Um, and really the reason for that is um, our, our primary uh, folks that we deal with here in, in Alabama and in the Southeast, and even in spreading on out into the rest of uh, the U.S., uh, primarily are Baptist. Now, we're not solely Baptist. In fact, if you go on our website, you read that, that distinctive, you'll see that, that while we're connected with Baptist, um, locally, regionally, nationally, and globally, um, we also are, are going to be connected with like-minded evangelicals around the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, any Christian uh, of any background who has that same kind of mindset, um, we, we welcome them to be a part of the program. We'd love for them to be a part of the program. The uh, the last part, um, academically, I can't say it either. Academically <laughs> rigorous. It's so hard to say, isn't it? Um, you know, everybody cheers the first four, then we get to that last one. They're like, oh. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. We, I really have this, this uh, sense that if something has eternal value placed in, in, into it, it's really worth doing well. Hmm. And, and now that, that doesn't mean we're going to demand that every student has to be an A student. I know they're not. You know, I always laugh when I talk to pastors, uh, because when I get to that one, that's where they roll their eyes. And uh, I remind them that uh, President George W. Bush said, "See, students rule the world." So we uh, we know that <laughs> that every student is going to be an A student, and that every student is going to go on and do a PhD or whatever. Um, but that's not the point. The point is that whatever they can do, that they do it to the best of their ability, that they really give it um, their best effort. Because uh, we're, we're talking about eternal issues here, and I understand. I mean, we're talking college students. And so you're going to have those um, who are, uh, you know, not really motivated. Um, you may have the ones who are like me. I came into the school as a, a biology chemistry double major who wanted to go to med school. And so I was all about academics. But then when God called me into ministry um, and I started working in ministry, I, I was like for a year focused solely on my church. And, and academics became not only secondary, it became kind of tertiary mm-hmm. for me. And uh, it was then one of the uh, the great religion professors here uh, of the past, Dr. Sigurd Bryan, uh, brought me in his office and sat me down and said, Scott, I'm very disappointed in your academics. And I would rather have had him hit me over the head with a two by four um, than to tell me he was disappointed mm-hmm. in me in any way. So I got my act back together and, and got things right. But, but I know there will be students of all kinds of stripes like that. And uh, we want to partner with them. Uh, you know, we're, we're not going to be trying to bust students' chops just for the sake of saying we're academically strong. Um, we're going to be doing it as a, 
uh, a means to an end, and that that end is that we want them to be very well equipped mm-hmm. to do what they do. Um, also, uh, just honestly, Sanford has a very strong reputation for academics, mm-hmm. and so we want to be a part of that too. So there's there's a Sanford student out there mm-hmm. listening that's uh, undeclared in their major, yeah. or maybe there is. Um, a student uh, that's looking to to come to to Stanford. Uh, why should someone consider majoring in Christian ministry? Uh, those who have had a sense of calling, um, th- this is an obvious place to go. Uh, as I mentioned, we have several different uh, avenues for that on Sanford campus. But if you've been called to ministry, you've been called to missions, and you're really exploring what that means for you. Um, this is this is a great place to explore that call. Um, we even have a, a course within our curriculum called Vocation Calling and the Christian Life, where we invite students to to ask the question of how am I wired up vocationally? Um, and within that vocation, uh, even if it's not full time ministry and missions, uh, how do I live out the calling, the greater calling that God has on my life? Uh, just in my my life as a believer. And so I think this is a great place for students to kind of flesh that out. Um, now, beyond that, for the student who knows, hey, I'm a business person or I'm a healthcare worker, I'm an artist, I'm an educator, uh, whatever they might be, uh, we want them to be engaged in this in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's every believer's right and responsibility to be, to be engaged in that uh, process of making disciples. Um, we're all a part of the body of Christ. We all should be a part of this uh, disciple-making mission that we've been given. And so one of the things we've done with our curriculum is we've left it wide open. There's there's only one course in our curriculum that you cannot take um, if you're not a major, and it's the senior project. Um, beyond that, we've left everything open because we want students to come in and to take these classes as uh, electives. We, I, I would love for students all around our campus to take Disciple Making 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to have that those courses so full that we're having to uh, bring in local pastors to disciple students and that sort of thing. That, that's kind of my dream for that. Um, as I traveled around and talked with pastors in the state of Alabama, um, I asked them, I said, how, how would you guys feel if that, that business person or that teacher, that healthcare worker who's in your church um, has, has, has been trained in Disciple Making? Um, understands uh, missions from a biblical perspective, from a theological perspective, and is passionate about that and knows how to pursue it. Um, how would you feel uh, to have lay people like that? <clears throat> and without exception, they agreed that'd be an awesome thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we want those students. We we want students from all over the campus to, to be a part of this and, and to, to interact with us on some level, even if it's only one course. Um, one of the cool things I found about Sanford and, and I knew this, I've been engaged with Samford, oh goodness, uh, about eight years before coming on faculty in a uh, group called the Board of Ministerial Mentors. That's a group that's developed through our trustee board, uh, just a group of ministers who help uh, not only serve as kind of PR people for Samford, but they also kind of help steer some of these things with Samford. And uh, as a part of that group, uh, um, you know, I got to, to, to thinking uh, along the way, uh, what would it be like if we could take that that person who is uh, is that that educator, who is that business person, who is that uh, that that healthcare major, and 
and get them engaged in missions. And as I'm thinking this, we were given a, a, the results of a study that was done here on Sanford's campus, a big survey that was taken, uh, I think, about four years ago, something like that. And the question was asked, would you be willing to give part of your career, so, so part of your career to serve in full-time Christian missions? And we were asked um, and that board, how many of you, what's the percentage you think of students that, that said yes? And we thought, yeah, it's a Christian university, maybe seven, eight percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 23 percent. Wow. 23 percent of our student body said that they would be willing to give part of their career for full-time Christian missions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as I'm, I'm putting all these pieces together, I'm thinking, man, wouldn't it be great if we had some kind of curriculum on campus? that every student in whatever walk of life could engage with that curriculum on some level mm-hmm. and get that missions experience and that missions training so that they could go and do that very thing. Wow. Take two, three years or something like that. And, and, and here I am a few years later, and I have the opportunity to actually make that happen. <laughs> and, uh, and so God having provided that opportunity, man, I'm going to miss that. And so that's what we're looking for. And we're starting to have those meetings with other people around campus who are in positions of, of leadership in our schools to uh, ask, how do we, how do we do that? How would you get, how do we officially get your students engaged in this Christian ministry program? Yeah, I've been, been really impressed uh, so far at, at just the interest level that's coming from other professors, coming from other uh, leaders uh, across the university uh, to, to see that, that whole great commission ethos, worldview, practical application of my, degree uh, for kingdom advancement. It, it, it's it's a neat time, if I can use that that academic world or word. It's a neat time uh, yeah. to be at Samford at this at this moment. Oh, I agree. And uh, something that I think was the neatest thing for me coming on campus last year was this uh, uh, kind of an informal group that they were referring to as the Faculty Missions Fellowship. Um, I think that's kind of the name that was given it after the fact, really. But it started off just as a group of, of faculty and staff um, who got in this email loop um, to get together and talk about how Samford as an institution can be engaged in mission partnerships. And the, uh, the, the first meeting we had of this group, there were 33 mm, different wow. staff faculty who were interested in being engaged in this. And, and those were just the ones who were there. And I know it goes beyond that because I've had those conversations with people beyond just that email group. So um, there's a passion for mission at Sanford. We have uh, one of the greatest testimonies I heard this past year was from uh, our baseball coach, um, Casey Dunn. And Casey took the baseball team to the Dominican Republic on spring break last year. And uh, they not only did baseball clinics and things like that, but uh, one uh, team, uh, one player on the team preached in local churches. They did evangelistic ministries, and this is going on all over Sanford. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, our nursing school. They did their first ever um, kind of a big uh, commissioning mm-hmm. service for nurses who were going on mission back in spring and, and just had a huge involvement in that. We've had people in the School of Pharmacy going on mission um, in the uh, physical therapy and kinesiology program. We've had our cheerleaders go on mission trips, our, our women's volleyball team, uh, just all these groups who were going on mission. Mm-hmm. And so there's this kind of organic missions passion happening already at Sanford anyway. So for us to be able to tap into that 
and to say, let us add a layer of training. Let us add a layer of, uh, of biblical and theological understanding to that. Um, it's it's like a major league icing on the cake. Yeah. So so I hope you Sanford students that are listening heard uh, Dr. Guffin loud and and clearly just then uh, that even if you're not in the Christian ministry uh, uh, major that that we we want to serve you we want to help you we want to be with you uh, in this journey and so so reach out to us let us know how we can partner together. Yeah, they can. Uh, uh, it's really easy to do. They can Google Sanford. Christian ministry, and the uh, the Bachelor of Arts in Christian ministry will pop up um, as one of the one or two top things there in your Google search. Just click on it, and you'll have my email there. You have contact information, and love to hear from you. So, uh, Scott, before, before I let you go, uh, maybe uh, there are parents out there listening, and they have got a, a senior in high school, junior in high school, uh, or maybe they're about to start that process, uh, or they're already in that process of looking for a college, or or a pastor's listening to this. I know that a, a good number of pastors listen to this podcast, and and you know they got students that are going to be uh, graduating and and leaving uh, their local church for probably about four years or so to go to school. So, so could you talk to them? Maybe say some words to them about uh, you know possibility of considering Samford for for their future students. Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of a homer when it comes to Samford. Um, my uh... Our, our family's pretty embedded. Uh, I mentioned my grandfather's earlier, but I have a, a son who graduated from Sanford in 2015, and he's a graphic designer in Atlanta, doing great. We have a premier graphic design program here at Sanford. It's one of the top in the country. Um, I have a daughter who will be a senior this fall and hopefully will graduate from May uh, in May. Um, now, when she graduates, she will be the 41st member of our family to graduate <laughs> from Sanford. <laughs> We've had 47 who've attended, and she'll be the 41st to graduate. And, then, and yet there's no building on campus named after you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that takes some money, too. Uh, yeah. But the, uh, then I have a nephew coming in in the fall, and he'll be number 42. Wow. So um, we're, we're kind of embedded in Sanford. We love Sanford. Uh, both my parents, both my in-laws uh, went here, uh, both my brothers. Uh, we, uh, a lot of nieces and nephews, cousins, aunts and uncles. And so we, we've... We've been embedded in the life of Sanford. We love Sanford, and not just from the standpoint of, you know, kind of, hey, go team, go. But, but we love it for what it's done in our lives, uh, the life of our family. Um, coming here as a student, of course, it's, I mean, it's college, so any kind of stuff can go on at any university, no matter if they're Christian or not. Uh, but one of the things that you'll find here is both in the classroom um, and, and just broadly across the campus. There are opportunities for a student's faith to be affirmed and strengthened. Mm-hmm. Um, our Office of Spiritual Life is top-notch. Um, I, I love just the, uh, the professors that I interact with. I'll give an example. Um, Tim Hall, who's our dean of our College of Arts and Sciences, um, came here from Central Michigan University, where he was over just this huge number of programs as a dean. He came here to Sanford. It was over a relatively small number. And this is even before I came here to Sanford. Uh, I was serving on that that minister's board, and, and Tim spoke to us. And afterwards, I asked him, you know, Tim, what what makes a person want to move from a big university like that, a mm. prestigious university like that, where you're over mm-hmm. so many programs, to come way down to the hot south and <laughs> uh, and to serve on a much smaller scale at, at a university like Sanford? And here's what he said. 
He said, Scott, at Samford, I can talk to my students about my faith and I can ask them about theirs. Hmm. Okay, now this is the a dean who, this is a guy who's got a PhD and uh, like colonial American history and stuff like that. But, but that's, I would say that that's a common thing around Sanford's campus, mm-hmm. where they're going to encounter a math professor, an education professor, a history professor, um, a biology professor, a business professor, uh, where they're going to be affirmed and, and encouraged, maybe even challenged in regard to their, their faith. And, and so, yes, Sanford's got the academics. Um, somebody used to call us the Harvard of the South. That was one of those things that we're annually ranked way up in the U.S. News and World Report in terms of academics and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. Sanford has the academic thing down. Um, you're not going to miss if you come to Sanford for academics. But but that that bigger issue to me of is my students' faith going to be um, appreciated, affirmed, encouraged, um, grown, that sort of thing. Um, you're going to have that happen too here at Sanford. And, and I see that just growing um, in the culture at Sanford right now. My guest today uh, has been Dr. Scott Guffin, Executive Director of Christian Ministry at Sanford University. Scott, I know that you, you mentioned uh, just Googling Sanford Christian Ministry and it'll pull up there and your email address is there, but would you, would you mind uh, passing that address along, along to us uh, for those that are wanting to follow up with you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, my email address is slguffin, and that is S-L-G-U-F-F-I-N at Samford, that is S-A-M-F-O-R-D dot E-D-U. We always say Sam, not Stan. So just <laughs> that. So slguffin at Samford dot E-D-U. Brother, thank you so much uh, for being with us today. It's been, been great having you here today on Strike the Match. Appreciate it. Thank you. You have been listening to Strike the Match with J.D. You can find J.D. on Instagram, Facebook, or follow him on Twitter at J.D. underscore Payne. And if you'd like to check out more books, posts, and podcast episodes, visit jdpain.org. You can also subscribe to this podcast on your favorite Android app or at iTunes. And we'd be honored if you would consider rating us or leaving comments. Thanks again for tuning in. We hope you'll join us next time.